Hey there, and welcome to Unabashed You. We're here to encourage you to become who you already are through inspiring conversations with extraordinary everyday people like you and me. We have courage to show up in our own lives, believing in ourselves more, unapologetic for who we are. Feeling generous? Consider leaving a review, subscribing, and or sharing episodes. It matters. That algorithm is a real thing, and we do this with support from you. Find us at unabashedyou.com for episodes, blogs, social media links, and to be on our email list. When in doubt, type in unabashedyou to find us. And now for the woman who can't wait to know just a little bit more about you, Rochelle Condi Now. The very thing she tried to hide, her voice, is exactly how God has used her. Jessica Williams went from wondering if she was worthy of his love to knowing she is. Her willingness to be vulnerable encouraged others to do the same, and as she shared her story, it opened the door for others. Jessica turned her message into a book, Healing from Past Wounds, and who doesn't have some of those? Welcome to the show, Jessica. It is a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much. It is an honor to be here. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. And I love that word that you use, honor, because that's not a word we hear much anymore, right? And it's a word I would really love to see brought back because it means the definition is so beautiful. And uh, so... Um, I can, I feel that you're intentional with the words you use and I appreciate that greatly. All right. Where, is there anything you, you want us to know before we get started here? Um, no, I, I would just want you, first of all, I want to thank you for the opportunity to be able to come on your show. Um, and I want to just thank God for this opportunity for bringing us together, um, to be able to share our stories, to just, you know, and just, help others. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And um, I will share that I am a wife. I am a mother of four and I am an ordained minister. So yes, a lot of things that I say will uh, usually have a foundation in the, in, in the Bible, in scripture. So (laughs) I will put that out there now. Oh, that's great. I do know. I do not know how to have conversations without quoting something or bringing something in from scripture. Right. Um, So I do want to share that, but that's what I have right now. Yes. Well, that's beautiful. And the whole point of this uh, show and what I believe so strongly in is that you you should be exactly who who you're who you are. Become who you already are. You already are these things. So why should you cower or shrink in or apologize for being these things? You should you know we I want to encourage you and you already are to live fully and boldly into who you are. That is absolutely beautiful. I love it. It's so inspiring when I get to see that. Okay, so let's get to know you. Three words that you would use to describe yourself. Awesome. Okay. So this was funny. Um, I was thinking about these three words, <laughs> which is funny. But I will say um, to describe myself, I am, we'll say funny. Okay. I like to think I'm funny. I don't know about you, but I think I'm hilarious. Um, a planner 
and intentional. Oh, gosh, those are so good. And what I really like about this, I've said it before, it starts painting a picture of who you are to take three words and, you know, to to choose what you think are sort of the most important right now. And, you know, tomorrow the words might be different. And that's that's kind of the fun of it. But I love that you're funny. And that you, you're a planner that speaks to my organizational bone. <laughs> yes. And then intentional, which means that uh, you're deliberate, you think things through, and the words you choose and the things you choose to do or not do are a, a part, a big part of who you are. Yes. <clears throat> so yes, that is painting a just a, a really authentic picture of who you are. Do you know how to play truth, two truths and a lie? Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. So you hit me with three things. I'll see if I can find out which one isn't true. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I have been married for 12 years. I was a local television producer and I can play the piano. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Here's kind of what's throwing me is that I I love your laugh. I love your laugh. Okay. So uh, married for 12 years. I know, I mean, you've mentioned you're married. We don't know how long. We know you have four kids. So you threw a number in there. Local TV producer, I could totally see it. In fact, when you started to say local TV, I thought she was going to say personality. And I was going to say, of course, she was a local TV personality because you already, in, in the third, 60 seconds I've known you in this way, um, been very uh, radiant and vivacious and oh. engaging and energetic and all those wonderful words that come to my mind so I could... So behind the scenes producing, I could see that playing the piano. Gosh, why not? I could see that too. So I'm going to go with married for 12 years. And the only reason I'm going with this one is because you gave it a number. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, so it could be 12 or I'm sorry. It could be like 11, 13, 10. Okay. So how'd I do? You did good. You did good. I've been actually been married for 15 years. Okay. <laughs> so that was good. That was good. Yeah. Okay. So, and then you were a TV producer locally yes. in your area there. Oh, how fun. Well, I was when I lived in Michigan. I actually okay. uh, was a local t- television producer for CMN Television. Um, and it was one of the best things ever. Oh, God wow. is just so good. I was able to help produce a lot of shows there. Wow. Um, um, and and actually, that's where I had uh, met someone and was able to jo- uh, get my first IMDb credit <laughs> in a oh movie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> so that was actually the truth. I went to school for media. I actually have that's my degree. My degree is actually in media. Um, and surprisingly, I can play the piano. Not very well but I can play by ear and I did um I did I play I even played for the uh, orchestra while I was in college a little bit but it's been a long time but yes I definitely have my sin of playing Bach okay oh my gosh (laughs) well truly what a gift I mean people you know learn to play the piano and they take a gazillion lessons and they practice hours on end and the fact that you can play by ear is a gift. I mean, that's not something you can just check the box. Okay, I want to play by ear. So now I do. <laughs> you know, you you were you were yes. given that gift. And that is really, 
extraordinary. And how fun. You got an IMDb credit. I also have a couple IMDb credits. (laughs) I know it is so fun from um, some student films I was in. Oh, wow. A a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. So we do have some some things in common. And that that's fun, too. All right. Um, That you did very well with that. One of your favorite movies of all time. And I say one because, you know, come on, we've we've got. Yes. Yes. You know what? Like, clearly for me, I have a, a, a million gazillion favorite movies, but I'm going to share one that I feel a lot of people that know me, they know, like, oh my goodness, Jessica <laughs> absolutely just loves this movie. She is so annoying. Um, it's definitely Eddie Murphy's first coming to America. Okay. That is by far one of my favorite. <laughs> movie <laughs> I love coming to America okay so why is that one why do you go back to that one why is it one of your favorite it's one of my favorite movies because like I said I have a, a degree in, in 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 the film in the media world okay right um and so for me just how they were able to pull all of this off the choreography the the scenes where they were able to create these setups to to mimic Africa like all of these ah, different things right. I felt were very from my perspective was just for back then for the, for it to be filmed back in, you know right uh, i felt it was just a, a mind blowing it was amazing to me and as a child growing up i rarely saw as a black woman i rarely uh-huh. saw um things like pictures of us as kings and queens you know ah, and so yes. for that it was my first here's sydney she's arrived <laughs> oh hi sydney how are hi. you Oh, what a sweet girl. Thank you. So for me, it was one of those movies like, oh my goodness, I want to marry a prince or I want to (laughs) move, I want to go move to Zamunda, you know? Yes. With elephants and giraffes and all these beautiful clothes. So it was just something that always stood out to me. Right. Um, It sounds like it was really inspiring and like empowering. Like I can be that too. If I want to be, I can be like that too. Oh, that's so wonderful. I'm going to have to revisit. It was funny. Yeah. (laughs) And funny, which is your, one of your words, right? Right. Well, Eddie Murphy, he almost just has to give a look and you start laughing. I mean, he almost doesn't even have to say anything. Just he's, yeah, he's, he's so very talented. Love that. Oh my gosh, that's a good one. And really, I'm going to have to revisit because I haven't seen that. And would you say that was in the like maybe the later 80s? I feel like the late 80s. Okay. Probably was it 88 or something like that? Okay. It was definitely the 80s, had the poofy uh, dresses (laughs) and, you know, the whole nine yards. Oh my um, gosh. It just was everything. It was just classical for me. Like, it was just. It was, and it reminds me of my childhood too, when they came to America, you know, with the preaching and the extra dramatics, like it was over the top, definitely loved it. So (laughs) definitely one of my favorite movies. I can't let my kids watch it, but. not yet, not yet. (laughs) Not yet, yet. but it was just one of my favorite movies. Well, good. I'm so, that is a good one. And like I said, well, I'm (laughs) going to have to revisit that. Okay. Somebody who inspires you. And again, there are a lot of people that inspire us, right? But who is somebody yeah. you would like to share with us today? Today, today, I'm going to just be honest. Today, 
And for a very long time, for 15 years, has been my husband. My husband Aww. inspires me. He does. He does. <sighs> um, just because... I'm going to tell you, my husband is really a man of honor. Like he has a heart after God and he's a man. He keeps his word, you know, uh-huh. and, and no matter what, no matter what we're dealing with, no matter what we're going through, no matter how tired he may be, if he said he's going to do it, he always comes through. So and I just love that his moral values, you know, sometimes I may say, well, hey, don't worry about this or don't say that we don't need to, you know, maybe we don't need to tell the whole truth. and. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and he's like, no, we're going to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. I'm like, oh, Lord. So, wow. That's um, really exceptional. Yes. My husband definitely inspires me. Um, Just how he just operates as a whole and how he really tries to base his character and his life on the life of Jesus. He really right. is a man that studies that and, and lives it. So, yes. Everybody, my husband Mm. is my inspiration, guys. You know, that's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. No problem. Yeah, that isn't, you know, obviously always the case. And the fact that you admire him. And I'm sure if we had him on, he would say the (laughs) same about you. How he admires you as as his partner, as his wife, as the mother of his children, as... You know, I mean, all the things you are, which we're going to get into, my goodness, you are, Mm -hmm. you have so many hats that you wear and it's, you seem to do it not only well, but pretty seamlessly. And I know behind the scenes, it's, it's always not as seamless as it looks. I I don't understand that. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. (laughs) And what's a piece of wisdom you keep handy that you want to share with us today? A piece of wisdom. Listen, for me, my piece of wisdom is actually two things, but the main one is my, um, actually, I learned this from my brother. He told me years ago, he said, honey, sometimes it's better to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission. And I realized I had to constantly kind of tell myself this internally um, because I find myself when you have dealt with rejection, we mm-hmm. tend to always ask for permission. Like, may I have permission to be even who I am, who God yes. called me to be, right? Yes. And it's deeper than just little things. But I take that peace with me everywhere I go. When, especially when I'm sent somewhere, when the Lord guides me to go somewhere, I still mm-hmm. find myself in asking permission to be me. Right. And I have to. Jessica, you froze. Hopefully we're going to get you back because you are really on a wonderful roll here. Is it? Oh, there you go. You're back. You're back. Okay. 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 You were were saying uh, the asking permission to be me. And that is such a strong theme, I think, especially for women. Like, do we get to be who we are? Right. Like, why am I asking you permission or anyone permission to be myself, to be the way God created me, you know, and I even find myself asking people permission in my own business. Like, why am I asking? Why am I asking you permission? This is my business. This is my company. This is what God told me to do. So I take that with me and it reminds me that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so everything that I do, I'm very prayerful now. I'm very intentional about it, but I also have to understand. Oh no, she froze again. Oh, oh you're back. No. You're back. Am I back? Okay. <laughs> back. Amen. 
So just learning how to really be led by God, really trusting him and not apologizing for who I am anymore. Yes. So that's gosh. that's something that I take with me to her. Oh, yes. My gosh, you, you know, you basically that's our whole mission. The, mm. the, the unabashed you, the whole thing yes. is to not apologize for who you are. That is yes. fantastic. Oh, well, thank you so much for, you know, speaking that out into the world because we, you know, like so many things, Jessica, I find that we need to be reminded, you know, we learn, we need to be reminded and reminded and reminded. So thank you for that. Okay. It's time to take our deep dive, which is, there's two things where our standard classic is what your passion is. And I think you've alluded to some of that here. And then also (laughs) a, a pivot, if only if you want to talk about it, like a a shift, a change where you had to sort of change direction. So um, I do know that you have written a book. Yes. I, I don't know if it's your first. I know it's a bestseller. Yes. Yes. That's yes, <laughs> wonderful. And Thank I was you. trying to kind of peek in on the picture. Is the name of it Healing Wounds? Yeah. It <laughs> it's is. Healing Past Wounds. Healing past wounds. Yes. Okay. So finding your now by living free from trauma, shame, and unforgiveness. Oh my gosh. Yes. Redefining your now. Yes. That is a really okay. What was the last part after that? Redefining your now. Yes. By living free from trauma, shame, and unforgiveness. Okay. I I mean, I'm just going (laughs) to take an educated guess that you've been through something that you had to work through to get to the point where you could turn around and say, wow, not only have I come so far, but looked at all I have learned from it. And I want to now put that out there so that somebody else might be able to be inspired or feel that that nudge to do better or to make yes. different choices or to feel like they're not alone and there is hope. So what do you want to tell us about that? Absolutely. You look, you are look, you are just amazing. Okay. I don't know if anybody <laughs> told you, but today I want you to know you are amazing. Okay. But yes, that's absolutely true. Um the what When I first began writing my book years ago, I was writing it more so because I was in an angry place. I was in a hurt place and I wanted to get all my feelings out. And I was a very private person. So I only like I've had the same friends since since first grade. Right. So (laughs) I've had the same friends. I have grown up to uh, include others in my, (laughs) you know, I have other friends now, but Outside of them, I kept a lot to myself. So the best way for me to get it out was through writing. And so as the years progressed, um, fast forward, I'm giving the cliff notes here. That's great. Um, I <laughs> had a women's meeting, prayer meeting, which I thought that my my late spiritual mother, uh, Apostle oh. Sabrina Franklin, would actually lead and take people through healing and deliverance and pray for them. And they'll want to give their lives to Christ. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. What happened was I actually shared my te- one of my testimonies. And as I shared my testimony, it opened the door for other women. And in that moment, it, it allowed scripture to come 
and and take root and as as real life for me, where God's word tells us in Revelation that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. And that right there became real. Mm. And so that scripture was hidden in my heart. And I realized the power of story even the mm. more. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, Joyce Meyer was one that ultimately influenced me by constantly sh- sharing her story. And it moved me, you know, as to dig deeper and to find out how God is such a forgiving God, how she can be a forgiver of those that have wronged her. Right. Mm -hmm. And so as I followed her journey, as I prayed and I continued on with my women's meetings, God just kept bringing women and they were sharing their stories. And the more they shared, the more I realized that, hey, I actually been through this. I've actually been through that. And it became kind of the theme like I have a story and somebody has gone through it or someone there has but yet we were still unhealed and so when this book took place it was actually started off completely different it was a 90 day Mm -hmm. devotional because I did not (laughs) want to be transparent and I still was hiding behind other people I was asking permission, right? Uh. (laughs) Asking permission. I didn't want people to reject me. I didn't I was fearful of what people may have thought of me but God said just trust me and so in writing this book I thought about the top issues that many of the women face that came through the women's ministry that came through the prayer meetings I thought about my own life and how God has healed me and helped me through and so as I I began to really compile this. God sent me, you know, an amazing woman that helped me uh, to actually put my words to paper more effectively Mm -hmm. and to tell my story, but tell it in a place where I'm going to benefit the reader. Tell it as if I'm teaching um, in one of my prayer meetings. And so I told my story. So the first half of the story is me sharing my testimonies or what I've experienced. And the second half are ways to equip those that are going through those things so that they are wow. able to have scripture. They're able to have prayers that are very specific and take what they know to be TRU, which is trauma, rejection, and unforgiveness, and turn it to God's truth. And so within that, I was able to create this book that apparently now is blessing many people's (laughs) lives. So um, that for me is enough to know that the power of of the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony is truly, truly um, amazing. And it's definitely a tool that help us grow in our healing journey. So that is where we have with the book. Yes. <laughs> wow. That, wow. I mean, I yes. just, that's really all I can say right now is, wow, <laughs> that is, yes. I don't just want to say it's quite a story because, you know, sometimes when we say that something's a story, we we forget that stories actually can be real. Yeah, real is real. You no, know, it's yeah. real. I mean, this is your life. You've been led and nudged and just, you know, um, it's been just kind of woven together to through the experiences that you have had and continue to have to put together your story, which is the experiences you've had. And then the second half, like how you can take your own, the reader's story and let's do something with that. Let's, let's explore, let's discover, let's heal. Um, 
that that is really magnificent i guess is a good word for it really magnificent it's it's so big and yet so intimate at the same time and i often think of god that way i think <clears throat> you are so big i can't really even express how big you are as i look at the sky or the ocean and that's just a part of creation but then also like how interested he is in the most intimate of details. I mean, details that we can't even see because they're so small. I mean, it's the whole, the whole spectrum. And it's, that's kind of where I've been lately in my mm. awe and of, yeah. of God is, is, are, are those two sides, the big, the expanse, mm. and then the intimate and the small, it's kind of been a place I've, I've been lately. Okay, so okay. you've written a book, you've, yes. you've shared it, obviously, the women in the ministry and the prayer meetings have, yes. you know, benefited. Now, how are you getting it out further than that? Because it's, it obviously has impacted the circle geographically and your friends yes. and family connection. But then how do you, how do you help others out past that circle? Thank you. That's actually a great question. Um, surprisingly, so I'm originally, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Um, my family and I moved to uh, South Carolina in 2019. So first of all, I had to pivot the ministry as a whole. Oh, <laughs> as a pivot because we moved to a place by faith. We don't know anyone here. Like we didn't oh, have family or friends. It's literally trusting God. Um, when we came here. And so for me, growing my online um, connections with people has allowed me to go t- to many places, even internationally. Wow. So allowing God to just use me on the social media platforms, you know, that's where, mm-hmm. hey, you found me on social media, right? <laughs> All right? So to be able to go and speak about it on social media, but Surprisingly, I've recently just done three book um book book signings. Oh, so good. I have one here locally in South Carolina. And with that one, those were close friends and family that came out. Um, some people came just walking to the bookstore and just came yes. right and purchased a book. But in there, I was able to allow them to kind of ask questions, talk about some things that they may good. not have known, right? Um, so we really dove deeper in the book and opened the discussion for others to join in and kind of share. Um, and so that was a smaller, intimate crowd. And right. it actually turned, it kind of mimicked and turned into uh, one of the women's prayer meetings. Okay. <laughs> but then I went to Detroit. I had two book signers, one in Dearborn, oh. Michigan, and one okay. in Detroit, Michigan. The one in okay. Dearborn, Michigan it allowed the doors to open for a different demographic. So everyone there were 75 to 100 years old. Whoa, not my demographic, right? (laughs) But yet God is just so good. His presence was just so strong and you could not deny it in that moment. And as I shared my testimony, I realized that God's word is above any demographic. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And how... He can work through one. You don't know what someone's dealing with just because they are a certain age. And so the message that God had me share is like my book signings have turned into many 
prayer meetings, basically, right? Wow. Um, Because I've definitely been to book signings and you go in, you know, you get your book signed. They may go over the book, read a chapter, all is well. But these have been turning into like, I'm praying for people. People are sharing their stories. Tears are just flowing everywhere. Mm. God's presence is just like undeniable. And so whatever you are seeking in that moment, reach it and grab it because the presence of God is just everywhere and we're just coming together on one accord you know and so that for me meant so much so to see that you know I had no clue that some of these women you know were even reading my book surprisingly (laughs) one lady one lady had tabs on every chapter and had a separate book right and she's just got questions and she wrote down the scriptures and she has quotes I mean she was ready okay wow um, and she's like hey on chat on page 29 I said ma'am I'm not gonna lie I don't know what I wrote on page 29 <laughs> I'm gonna have to look at your book so we can review this together okay but like, <laughs> she was ready she was ready you know and God just allowed me to be able to encourage these people men and women um, who I've never would have reached otherwise, right. right? And that in that space, so word of mouth, you know. And yes. God, like I said, He just He used all of us in that moment. They they spoke life over me. I spoke life into them. I encouraged them. And so my next book signing was more so my peers, you know, people around my age or what have you, maybe up to in their seventies, okay? okay, um, and some younger. And in that moment. We were there to talk about the book. And as I began to share a testimony of how I even wrote the book and what I had to go through to even get it done, the the test that I was faced with, it opened up the space for if anybody wanted prayer for healing to come up. And so it turned into a healing and deliverance moment. So all of these (laughs) things is allowing me to get my book out, but I'm in environments that I wouldn't normally be in. Uh-huh. You know, and so it's just having someone pick up the book to say, hey, can you come here? Hey, can you do this? Because also I had sponsors for all of these events. So oh. being able even for that, you know, to say God will prepare room for you. He will he will wow. take care of these things. Just be obedient. And so it was like overwhelming for me to see that God just said, just write this book and I'll open up the doors. And I wrote it. And honey, look, I'm uh, people like, hey, I want to sponsor you. I want to use my gifts to sow into you. I want to bless you. It's much as I feel, you know, like, okay, people are saying my book has blessed them. I'm feeling blessed to know that God is just so good that, you know, what I thought, what the enemy thought was for evil has turned out to be for God good and for his kingdom to advance. And it's just about the souls, right? So I'm fully grateful for that. And those are ways that I'm able to reach other people outside of social media, being able to travel and to talk about my book and to go places that maybe you never would have thought of. So that's another tip for anybody that's listening, (laughs) you know, who would have thought that going to a senior living facility and senior living complex would bring tons of people that, hey, I want to read. I want to give, you know, I want to be healed before, you know, that time comes. I need to know my grandchildren or all these young people, like, what are you guys going through? And I need to leave something behind as well, you know? So 
I've talked enough about that, but that is, is so gorgeous. No, that but I that's, share. Yeah, yeah, that's just so, so beautiful the way yes. that, like you said, you, you went through some very hard things and then yes. step by, I mean, you turn around and you look back and you think, oh my goodness, step by step by step. I, you know, you, you were trusting and being obedient and just yes. uh, moving forward. And who yes. knew, of course, God did. God and did. he, he, he encouraged you and said, let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. And uh, that is really so, um, it's very moving. It's very moving. I, so I, I really appreciate. Um, and, and you talked too about, you know, a few different sort of pivots within here about, um, you know, how you didn't even know it was going to be a book and then it was a book and you didn't, you know, and then it turned into uh, not only your story, but then how to help other people. And then the, you know, um, how it ended up getting shared and we have COVID. Now we've got to be yes. on social media <laughs> to make sure that people know, hey, yes, we're all in lockdown, but there's some there's some stuff going on. And if you want to check out healing like I have, then let's, you know, here's something you can look at. So I, I'm back to your word intentional. You know, I see that each step that he brought you through, you have you know, sat with him and then moved forward for, um, you know, for good, very intentionally. So, yeah, I'm I'm very moved by your story. And back to that word moved. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to come up with it like a, yes! you know, a $20 word, you know, something really profound. But I was like, no, I'm no! just moved. Oh. I'm just moved. I'm just moved. Amen. Yes. That's good enough. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Exactly. Yes. Now, is there anything you want to say in conclusion? Sure. As we wrap this up? As we wrap this up? Well, first of all, once again, I want to thank you again, because I just really love sharing. I love sharing. <laughs> I love talking about God. And just share my parts of my testimony to inspire and encourage other people. Right. Um, so I thank you for your time again. But oh, and my I, pleasure. Thank you. But I just really want to just leave anybody who has, you know, really listened to this is to to just be mindful and intentional about what God is trying to say to you. You know, a lot of times many of us feel like, well, God isn't speaking or I can't hear him. And it's like when we sit back and quiet ourselves, which is hard for many of us, especially moms, right? Especially moms, you're always on, like your mind is a million places. But when we actually sit back and quiet ourselves and um, pay attention to what's going on around us, pay attention to what has been a, a, a... a theme throughout our entire lives with us, mm. a desire that we've had. God is really speaking to you. You know, we just have to listen. And mm-hmm. so God will take what we have in our hands. We don't mm-hmm. have to buy into all of these different things. He will take what you already have and multiply that thing once we surrender it to him. And so yeah. I just want to encourage you all to just take that moment to quiet yourselves and just sit and just be mindful of those things that I just shared and what's going on around you and what is a desire that is in your heart. What do you feel God is saying? You know, um, I really want to touch women. Well, here we are. I have a women's ministry now. What I never thought right. would happen 
here I am when I was silenced mm-hmm. as a child, who would have ever thought I would become a minister? You get what I'm saying? Right. Um, yes. And so one of those things, like pay attention even to that. What is something that you feel that you just can't do or something that, you know, Satan has allowed you to develop some kind of fear or just say that I'll never be able to do that. That's usually what God really wants to use. You know, the Mm. very thing that I tried to hide was my voice. And here we are. Right. Mm -hmm. And so my voice has been heard loud and clear and boldly in this book. It's been heard loud and clear on my podcast, on this podcast and throughout my ministry. And so just being mindful. And I just wanted to encourage you all Mm -hmm. because that is my job is to remind you that you are worthy of all of the things that God has promised you. You are chosen, that you are the apple of his eye and he has not put you here without equipping you for such a time as this. And so I just wanted to share that with your listeners. That's so beautiful. <laughs> do you, do you have, uh, here's my one, my, my last question. Do you have um, um, like recordings of, of your preaching or your sermons or anything? Is there a way that we can? Oh, so yeah. Tell us all the places we can find you. Yes. Well, <laughs> you are so funny. You know what? I actually have so many recordings of my teachings that I have yet to share, except for with people who call in on prayer lines. People that call, I do have a prayer line. I do on Tuesday evenings and Saturday mornings. And those people hear me preach weekly. <laughs> they hear me <laughs> preach, but you can also find me on my website at www.warriorwomenic.com. That's the letter C, um, warriorwomenic.com. Um, I'm also on uh, Instagram, mostly. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, but mostly on Instagram at warriorwomenic. Um, and those places are usually where people find me uh, the most. I This is my first actual book book. Um, but I have published a a journal. It's called I Am His Chosen. And I'm actually working uh, to publish some more like journals and things like that. But this is my actual first book. Right. Excellent. Yeah. So I do want to share that. So and on YouTube is Warrior Women in Christ on YouTube. So Wow, you're in a lot of places. I'm in a lot of places. I'm on your favorite podcasting streaming stations at Warrior Women in Christ as well. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay, that's YouTube. Okay, gosh. Okay, so the name of the um, podcast is Warrior Women in Christ? Yep. Yep. Okay. Warrior Women in Christ. Okay, okay, got it. YouTube and podcasts. Okay, I want to be sure I got that right. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Jessica. What a little divine appointment that's been so fantastic and wonderful. Uh, greatly appreciate this fantastic conversation that we've had. I I feel I feel so joyous, so filled with joy right now. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. You're so you're so welcome. My pleasure. As Jessica explains, things have been chosen for you. Passion has been given to you. There is a plan for your life. Are you willing to surrender and trust? If so, sit back and still yourself. Listen and pay attention because the very desire you have is a call on your life. You were meant to be you. Jessica no longer asks permission to be who she is. She already knows.
And now a closing prayer. God, we simply don't know how it's going to go, how our life will unfold, what even tomorrow will hold. Yet you do. And through the simple act of saying yes and we can be in partnership with you using the very things you've given us. May we thrive in all ways. Amen. Be mindful. Be intentional. Be unabashed and be you.